Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. This is Sunshine Tiki. I don't have a lady with me here in the lounge because, in fact, I'm not in the lounge. I am recording from a place that I have never recorded before, my bedroom. Everything's fine, but I haven't pumped out an episode in too long. I have a few things that we need to get out, and I thought I would try something a little different. So I am sitting in bed. I was catching up on work. I have the Exotica on random in the background. This just happens to be one of my favorites. It's Volcano by none other than... Can you guess? Do you know? The Hula Girls. So uh, I have a cocktail, of course. Hope you can hear the ice clinking in there. And we always start the podcast in a dimly lit place. I have the mood lighting on in the bedroom. I have the music set. I have my cocktail just to prove that the Zen Tiki Lounge is the tiki bar that lives in your head and can exist anywhere that you would like it to be. So that said, I am enjoying a rum hatton this evening, as I often do. My birthday recently passed, and I was gifted a half dozen a half dozen rums, and I got some very nice rums. I also received one that Pumpkin gave to me, and it is, it's a fine mixing rum. It's not a sipping rum. It's a fine mixing rum. So in a rum Hatton, for example, it works nicely. And it is the Kirkland, otherwise known as Costco Overproof Spiced Rum. It's a little on the sweet side for my taste for a sweet rum, or excuse me, a spiced rum. But it is quite nice. It's very smooth. It's very drinkable. It's very mixable. It's easy to use. It's not terribly unique. And for the price, I wouldn't tell you not to use it, and I wouldn't tell you not to drink it. So I'm always happy to get a bottle because it will end up somewhere in a cocktail or a rum hatton. Go to zentikilounge.com, click on the cocktails link, and look for the rum hatton recipe. Uh, So we'll see what song here plays next. I don't have... Um, a whole lot of particulars for this episode because I am just throwing this together because I wanted to get something out. But I do want to mention that I have two quick little snippets from Tiki Caliente 10. Kaylani, myself, Starshine, and our husbands all attended, and we had quite a good time. It was the 10th Tiki Caliente in Palm Springs, California. Roy Snyder, our host with the most, And, uh, well, here at the Zen Tiki Lounge, we help arrange the room crawl, and that was a really good time. If you want to see pictures of the event, you should go on Facebook and you should check out the Tiki Caliente page. Hundreds of pictures have now been posted of the costumes, the luau shirts, the parties, cocktails, bands, art, vendors, all the shenanigans. It was quite the four-day weekend. Go check out Tiki Caliente on Facebook 
and you'll see, you know, you'll see lots of pictures and good stuff. I'm going to have another sip of my cocktail, and then I am going to pull up uh, a couple of emails. We do have some. We are going to do the mail segment. And then I'm going to play some Exotica between the little uh, interviews that I did at Tiki Caliente. I meant to do more, but I was inebriated for four days, and I may have, well, forgotten to do my job as somebody who's been hosting a podcast for 11 years. And the ladies certainly didn't remind me because they were hoping that we could just stick to the fun stuff and not get any uh, play slash work done at the same time. So I'll be right back with the mail segment. Tiki mail. Well, sack is more like a box. Well, sometimes that happens with your mail sack. This first email comes from El Capitan, a.k.a. Mr. Stephen Johnson. And he says, Aloha, sunshine and ladies of the lounge. Thanks for the shout-out to mild-mannered Alter Eco... <laughs> Altered Eco. That's the cocktail talking. Alter Ego, Mr. Steve Johnson. A few episodes ago, I tried to send a message through the ZTL website's contact form, but it may have gotten lost in a shipwreck. That does happen sometimes, or sometimes... Uh, inebriated sunshine accidentally swipes left on an email from his iPhone and forgets to recover it later. Uh, Anyway, love the show, and it makes the drives between Land of Damons and the Land of Trader Sam's much faster. So I do want to comment real quick. Damons is in Glendale, and it is a tiki steakhouse that uh, the ladies and I love. My uncle... Uncle John and Aunt Mark originally took me there about, oh, a decade and a half ago. And while I don't care for their Singapore sling, which they're known for, their Mai Tai is quite decent and potent, and I do recommend that. They have a great happy hour and a great steak, potato, etc., and some pretty decent seafood as well. But anyway, uh, Damon's and Glendale is great. Uh, and then uh, Trader Sam's that uh, Mr. Steve Johnson is referencing there at the, uh, you know, that resort with the mouse. Anyway, Steve asks, wanted to ask your advice for a home tiki bar. Working with a limited space, one-bedroom apartment, what would you recommend as the essential items any bar must have? What decorations or elements, lighting, etc., would make the space feel less cramped? And any tips or how to come up with a catchy, instantly iconic name? Okay, so... Let's start with something that uh, I've told people before when they have a small space such as, um, you know, a small apartment. And people have done some amazing things with New York style, very small apartments. And one of those is think about the lighting in your space during the day because... When you think of a tiki bar, most of us do think dimly lit. You want to be able to control the lighting if you can. So do you have a space in your apartment that is darker, that is maybe towards the back of a room, that is away from the window, that is the corner away from a window? Um, I'm going to give an example. So a, uh, a friend of a friend 
had an apartment with a hallway. And the hallway was not terribly long, and it led to two bedrooms, one on the left, one on the right. But at the end of the hallway, it had a large set of built-in cabinets up above, and then it had a large, deep shelf, and then more built-in cabinets underneath. And these were supposed to be like the linen cabinets where you put your towels and sheets and stuff in a hallway. And I suggested what ended up working out well which was, if you're not using those, or if you can store those items somewhere else, take the doors off the cabinets, at least the top ones, put your lighting in there, backlight your bottles and barware up there, use the lower shelf as your bar surface. It was about 36 inches wide, which was wide enough for two people to stand at, one for the person mixing the drinks, one for the person who's about to receive their drink, um, or a deep enough and wide enough space to pour out several drinks and then take a tray and serve into the other room. And that worked out really well. So that's something that you can do with a super small space. But let's say that's not your setup and you find the darker corner of your apartment, um, if you have one, that's where you want to set up your bar. You can use so many things as a bar. You can go purchase a bar. You can purchase a set of tall cabinets somewhere like Ikea that open to the back and the front has no opening. You can use different types of furniture. You can use bookcases that are tall and wide. Anything that has a shelf or two that can hold on what will be the backside your booze, some of your tools, uh, and if it happens to be something that pulls through on both sides, meaning it's just a top and a frame, then you have the opportunity to add lighting on one side so that through the lighting, your bottles may shine through to the other side of your entertaining space or something like that. Uh, so there's there are a lot of different ways to do it and do it on the cheap. Um, I'm sure you've seen some people have turned old uh, TV and radio uh, phonograph consoles into bars. Uh, but you know what? You can truly get a cheap cabinet somewhere at Target or Ikea, and you can glue on thatch, glue on bamboo, glue on all kinds of things. And if you have even a slight bit of talent and you can use a handsaw, um, you know, or in some cases, a really good pair of pruning shears, you can make a bookcase or a shelf system look like a decent tiki bar in a small space. I definitely recommend that you use vertical space whenever possible. So what I mean by that is at least hang, if it's all you can do, a single lamp above your tiki bar. If you can get a nice tiki lamp, um, that would be nice. But if you can't, just get creative and find something that you can put a colorful bulb in and it gives you the feel of a nice intimate space. Even better than if you can do just a single lamp is a trio of hanging lamps that might even be oversized as a giant focal point behind your bar. 
that can work really nice, especially if you put the bar towards a corner, you have your serving space behind the bar, you are essentially in the corner of a room and you hang a trio of lamps. I don't recommend a lamp that comes up from the floor on a pole, a stick or a stand if you can avoid it. Try to use as much of the vertical space as you can by having something hang from the ceiling. Now, if you live in an apartment that doesn't allow you to put a hook in your ceiling, that sucks. But there are some alternatives. Towards the corner of a room, you can use things such as the five and 10 pound weighted 3M removable hooks to go from one side of the wall to the other towards the corner. In those hooks, hang yourself a nice bar, a piece of bamboo that doesn't bend, for example, and you can hang the cord of a lamp over that. And you'd be surprised that you can hang a good five to 10 pound lamp over that. Now you get one of those uh, rice paper lamps or something like that, or a few of those that weigh nothing at all, and put a color changing bulb in those. They look fabulous. They weigh almost nothing. You can hang them from the sides of a wall over a pole instead of hanging them from a ceiling you're not allowed to screw anything into, and you solve your vertical decorating issue, plus you provide your lighting and you create a nice intimate corner. Now to the front side, find two chairs you like a couple of bar stools. They don't even have to match. Eclectic is amazing. Find things at a thrift sale. Find something that looks completely ugly, but then paint it, and then use that as your seating area in front of the bar. So Mr. Steve Johnson, those are just a few of my tips for how to do that. Find the dark space, find anything that you can be happy with to be the bar surface that has a couple of shelves. Think about your lighting, think about your vertical space, and then think about just adding things over time. Just keep adding. You don't have to do it all at once. Don't be embarrassed. People will be happy that you're serving them a cocktail to begin with. And then you can worry about zhuzhing it up later. Then you can worry about the walls. Then you can worry about hanging art. Then you can worry about all that other stuff. But just get the bar and some lighting and some booze and you're ready to go. Now, if you would like to send us some mail, please send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. We just might read your email right here on the podcast and answer it. If you're shy, just let me know and I'll answer your email offline. But we love talking about things here on the podcast. On the next episode, I believe one of the ladies will be with me. Yes, yes, I do indeed believe one of the ladies will be with me here on the podcast next time. Again, mail at zentikilounge.com. Send us your email. Are you recording Ladies and now? gentlemen, this is Starshine. No, this is Sunshine. Yeah, you're Sunshine. <laughs> sunshine. This, okay, so this is the Zen Tiki Lounge. Julian. We are recording a different kind of podcast this year. And your we face are, is a trash can. We are at Tiki Caliente 10. And instead of doing a formal podcast where we have everyone come in a room and we play shit. what's in Kehlani's bra, we are going from room to room during the room crawl. And we are bringing to you... Live but later. That's only, what we're gonna call it. Live but later. It's only like Thursday. That. It's it only a, it's only Thursday night, and this is the first room of sixteen on the crawl. Julian, what do you think of Cannonball Cove? You know, I like the novelty that they have an actual cannon and everything. I mean, I had fun banging. No, no, no. It. What do you think about the balls? The balls are always good. I mean, who doesn't love a big black ball? 
Right. So, Cannonball Cove has been good for just about everybody. They were small balls. They were a little on the small side. Yeah. But yeah. the cannon isn't the, very large, the so drinks it fits. Are really tasty. No, the cannon seems quite large to me. But look at you the You don't hole. really need balls, though. They don't do anything. The ball can fit in the hole, so. Only girls say you don't yes, need yeah. balls. We've they don't really do anything, before. right, Julian? That's yeah. no, yeah, yeah, no. We because know that there's more don't to them. Care right? About yes. Balls. They're so sensitive. If you just know what to do. We don't give a shit about balls. We're like they're wrinkly <laughs> and they're under there, and we don't care. Wrinkly. We are wrinkly. Well, I haven't felt yours. I'm sure yours okay, are smooth. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Cannonball Cove. Cannonball Cove was the first room on the crawl this year. And, well, and so to, 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 to Random and Viber, yes, what did you yes. think of Cannonball Cove? I thought it was cannonball riffing. <laughs> Said here at Tiki Caliente 10, cannonball riffing. It just doesn't get any better than that. It makes me want to go do cannonballs in the pool all weekend long. Will we potentially see that in the pool? Absolutely. I can't wait for that. Well, you heard it here at Tiki Caliente 10. Cannonball Riffic. Cannonball Riffic. Susan Nelson. Aloha. Sunshine Tiki here. Uh, you know, you have been around for uh, a, a one or two or three or four or five or seven or eight Tiki Caliente. Ten. All, All ten. So I did not get to attend the first. Oh. What did I miss? It was really, it was awesome. It was interesting because it was the first one. And we were here to save the building, right? Yes, yeah. we were. And um, the Caliente Tropics. It was. It was to save the Caliente Tropics. They were trying to get people to come and you know get it out there so everyone could come, even if it wasn't a tiki event happening. And a lot of the people who are hosting room parties on the 10th anniversary are were here doing the room parties at the first one. And you have, you know, you know Richard Summers, I've John Mulder, whose room party we're at right now, he came for the second one. So he, Us as well. So Zen Tiki yeah. Lounge was not here until the second, second one. one. Yeah. yeah. And we've been here ever since. Yeah. So it was... Um, Martini Kings performed. Um, there were a couple surf bands. I remember we had to put up our Easy Up because it was so hot. It was just like one of the hottest. That's summers. what I heard that it was 117 that weekend. And we've had a lot of the last couple weekends have been in the 90s, which is just it's this is so perfect. perfect. This yeah. is perfect. But it's what's great about it is one Rory kept it going. You know, even though it was a, it was as many people at the first one, right. but it was those who wanted to work, who loved the Tiki family, who are Hana, and knew that there was something special that was happening. Talking to you is like you were prepared for a documentary, like. You're so pro Rory, which it's hard to find in people. Um, but seriously, <laughs> no. But I mean, I appreciate I appreciate that you've been here for all of them. Yes. I didn't know that until yes. now. Yes. Um, so you're kind of like the heel Hauser of Tiki Caliente. I, I don't know if I'm the heel Hauser. Tell us something because, gumshoe that we don't know. Oh, like, oh my god. Oh like, my god, I do. Maybe that's amazing. Maybe we should talk to Mulder about that. You know, so. Um, I think. <laughs> is there is there any alcohol in this cocktail? This cocktail's meant to be drank. That's amazing. I think what was really cool too is because you had a lot of the vendors who were maybe just starting to get exposed. Was this is where they I love started. getting exposed. I just I really do. <laughs> so I think they were just starting to get exposed and. The room parties that 
everyone just got excited because there was Primo beer. <laughs> Someone had oh, Primo Oh, right, that beer. was the one sponsor? That was the one yeah. sponsor. So, and it was, you know, 2008. You know, the thing I like about Primo, and I'm not a beer drinker, I love yeah. my cocktails, yeah. but yeah. I like that it's um, it's a light, slightly extra carbonated beer. Correct. So, not too light, but it tastes like water. Yes. But um, I like the extra carbonation like I like in my Japanese beers. So, that's why I like Primo. Yes, exactly. And you can have a couple and be happy, and then but by the fifth one, you're like... Yeah, I mean, maybe a little yeah, yeah. Much. I'm a little bloated. <laughs> I never say I'm bloated. Um, actually, when I when I say I'm bloated, it's usually after too many pulled pork sandwiches. Oh, there's a lot true. of sodium in there. There is. There's a lot. Is anyone having pulled pork here yes. in the room party? I don't. Actually, tonight at my room party, 10 p.m., yes. the Zentiki Casino. I saw. We are having pork ribs. Okay, my goal is Short to ribs actually that fall off the bone. make it to one of your room parties. Could you please? Yes, thank you. Tonight 10 at 10 p.m. I yeah. think I could do that. Well, and, for, and so for listeners who have never attended one of these events before know that we we double stack the room parties yes. so that we thin out the crowd that, so that the lines great. aren't too long. I think that's wonderful. I saw that right when the schedule got posted. I thought that was really important. And everyone gets to experience it. And you wait in one line, you go, you have fun. And then 20 minutes later, you go to the next room party and there will be something there for you. Bring your dollars. Bring your bring fives. Your tip Always the bartender. Tip don't the bartenders. be a dick. Respect them. Please don't be a dick. Because right? I will kick you out because I'm security. Thank you, Susan Nelson. I really appreciate that. Well, a mahalo for chatting with mahalo. us. I appreciate it. I'll see you later. I love you. This is Sunshine Tiki. I'm here with Patricia Kilmer. You know, she's a fellow host here on the Room Crawl. And uh, I just want to ask you, Patricia, what do you think so far of Tiki Caliente 10? 10 is awesome! Tiki, 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 tiki. Is that all you can say? Tiki, 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 tiki. <laughs> so any any sneak, sneak peeks, a little bit of info about your room tonight? I mean, we know we're going on travels, right? We're going on travels. We're, we're going to take you to your, your most awesome dream of Polynesia. We're coming, we're coming. Okay, so she, she's hosting. We're happy to drink, and we'll bring you more tonight from the room. Thank you. 
I hope you enjoy those two random Exotica selections that I chose, or should I say, my music player chose for you. Sometimes it's fun just to see what happens when you hit play. And when you have an Exotica library as large as mine, not as large as others, I'm not saying mine's the biggest, but when it is quite large and you just hit shuffle, you just never know what you're going to get. And so... Those two selections were just for those of you listening to this podcast. By the way, this is episode 399.5. So it's 0.5 because the ladies and I just aren't quite ready to do 400. 400's a big number, and, well, we're just kind of trying to put something together for that. I'm going to have a little sip here. Ugh. I really need this drink tonight uh, in the bedroom of all places. So we may have 399.78 point. I don't know what until we feel that we're ready for 400. We'll just see how that goes. Uh, I'll tell you right now that the next episode after this will also not be 400 because of something that we've got to take care of. So that's just what it is. And there's nothing that you can do about it. At the time of recording this podcast, folks are heading out to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, because it is time for one of the next big Tiki weekend events, and that is the Hookie Lao. Uh, the Hookie Lao I've had the chance to attend uh, once in the past. I wish I could attend again, but I haven't had the opportunity, and it's well, it's the biggest event on the East Coast, and I really do recommend that you get out there if you can. It is occurring yearly. It is a yearly event, and the 2018 version of the Hookie Lao is going Wednesday, June 6th through Sunday, June 10th. That is a five-day event, and just like all tiki events, there's music, there's shenanigans, there's room crawl, there's all kinds of fun stuff, and, of course... A trip to the world-famous Maikai. We've talked about it here on the podcast before, but if you have not been to the Maikai, search for it online. Just check out their website. It's fun in itself. M-A-I-K-A-I dot com. The Maikai. Polynesian dinner show or just go to the bar. Go during happy hour when the drinks and the poo-poos are quite a bit cheaper. And then if you feel so into it, Enjoy dinner at the Mai Kai. But the show is very nice. There's the gardens out back. Great for photos. Check it out. We really do recommend it. And of course, you are in Florida where the Atlantic waters are warm, much warmer than those here on the Pacific coast. So regardless of the time of year, you're going to want to put your toes in the water and step out on the sand. And I enjoy staying at what used to be the Sheraton Yankee Clipper, but is now B Oceanfront Resort. Very nice place. Not terribly expensive. Has two nice bars, one of them being the Rec Bar, where Marina, the fire-eating mermaid, enjoys swimming around and doing her little show. So there you go. A couple of things to do in the area, even if you're not going for the Hookie Lao, which is May 6th through 10th, and you'll have to look out for it next year because by the time you're listening to this show, unfortunately, the Hookie Lao has come and gone. I want to mention one other thing uh, here before I play a little bit more music. 
And that is that the girls and I are heading down to Las Vegas or across to Las Vegas. And we're going to the Golden Tiki because we are going for Starshine's birthday. And we've mentioned that there is the Golden Tiki and there is Frankie's Tiki Room in Vegas. But we're going to, we're going to record some audio at the Golden Tiki and we're going to do whatever Starshine wants us to. If you haven't been to the Golden Tiki in Las Vegas, you're going to get a lift, preferably over an Uber because Uber, they're douchebags. You're going to get a lift or a cab and you're going, or you're going to have a sober friend, right? Some of us have a sober friend. So that might be a thing for you. You're going to go on over to the Golden Tiki, and you are going to enjoy a cocktail or two. Two tips. If you want to enjoy a quieter moment at the Golden Tiki, go before 6 p.m. That's when locals tend to drop in for a drink. Kind of that after work crowd is starting to form. Uh, It's just the music is just ambient exotica. A little bit of surf rock, a little bit of this and that. Uh, The atmosphere is beautiful. You'll get quick help from a bartender. You kind of have the place a little more to yourself. If you go after 8 p.m., that's when the place really starts picking up on most nights of the week. And you might be finding yourself fighting for a little space at the bar, uh, something like that. From about 8 to about 2 a.m.-ish, The place generally has live acts, live bands, or some other type of event going on. And uh, you you might find yourself feeling like you don't feel comfortable. You feel like there's just not any space or elbow room. So I say go earlier if you have the opportunity. But if you're somebody who likes a really happening place, go after 9, 10 p.m. And it will be. Uh, It generally is just about every night of the week. They're open 365, 24-7. Play video poker at the bar. Have yourself a tiki drink. I like it, and I know Starshine and I are going to like it for her upcoming birthday. Between the sand and sea shell. 
Do you need another t-shirt? I know you do. So not only do I want to tell you about the t-shirt you need to have, but I want to tell you about the song that's playing in the background right now. This is an Arthur Lyman tune. And it's just lovely. This is De Hill Seo, and uh, it's on the album Taboo. It's on, I think, that's not the only Arthur Lineman album that it's on, but it's, it's just such a soothing tune. It was one of my first Exotica songs that I ever heard and just fell in love with it, and it's amazing on vinyl. But you need a shirt from Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. We love Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, not just because we have over a year's worth of their monthly T-shirts, but because they're soft cotton, we get complimented on them when we wear them. And you can get the monthly subscription, have them delivered right to your door, or you can just buy a single t-shirt. Go to tikibartshirt.com, get yourself the subscription, or just choose the t-shirt you need to have, or gift a subscription, or gift t-shirts to a friend. Each and every month, you get a new shirt with a logo of an extinct long gone tiki bar, restaurant, palace, hotel, etc. And you get a little story that goes along with it so that you know a little bit about that venue that maybe you never had the opportunity to go to. Maybe the place closed before you were ever born. I like to say it's a little bit of uh, tiki bar archeology span to go along with the shirt that you're gonna wear. And again, these shirts, they look super cool. They always choose fun colors to go with the designs and they're nice soft cotton in both ladies and men's fits. And uh, so actually a listener of the podcast said that he has a subscription and he got the ladies in large because he likes the way they fit better. So there you go, Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. We love them.
All right, so we are here at about the end of the show. I'm gonna play you out with another song or two. But before I do that, I wanted to send a shout out to Julio. I know you're listening, Julio. Julio is one of my new neighbors here in the hood. And I've also left the music up loud because I'm now quite inebriated and I just need to hear it. And I was asking Julio about the podcast, and he said, Sunshine, you need to have more ladies rotate through the lounge. And I said, well, I can barely keep up with the ladies I have. And he said, no, I mean, different ladies. And I said, oh, other than Sunshine, Pumpkin, and Kehlani. And he said, yeah, more, uh, more randomness to the ladies, or co-hosts in general. And I don't disagree with what he's saying. I'm just super lazy. However... As soon as he said that, I was thinking about one lady in particular, and she doesn't live that far away. So I've just texted her, 
right before recording this segment, and I'm waiting to see what she says. But I have asked Susan Nelson to come be on the podcast with me, just her and I, here in the Zantiki Lounge, not in my bedroom. I don't think her husband would care for that too much. Down in the actual Zantiki Lounge. Because I just, talking to Susan is so easy. And you heard her earlier on the show. I played that that little interview with her that I did at Tiki Caliente. And she's certainly not afraid of a microphone. She's outgoing. She knows a lot about the Tiki community and the people involved in said community. And I think it would just be a lot of fun for her and I to just have an entire episode together. And then we'll see what happens from there. Plus, Starshine Kehlani Pumpkin, they're always saying like, you know what, we could just use another week off. They're totally good with that. There's no animosity. So I think it could work out for all parties concerned. Yeah, so Julio, mahalo to you. Thank you for listening, and not just to Julio, but all of you out there, don't forget to tell others about this podcast. Just take their phone. If it's unlocked, look for the podcasting app and just subscribe them to this podcast. But maybe their phone is locked, and so you just want to tell them about the podcast, and you want to say, do you listen to the Zen Tiki Lounge? Do you even know what a podcast is? Explain the deal. Help them download. And for those of you who had been listening for some time and you haven't done so yet, go over to iTunes and leave us one of those nice five-star reviews where you tell us what you like or hate about the podcast. Because again, it's the five stars that matter. The words you leave afterwards, say whatever you like. You know, Starshine likes to be ribbed a little bit. And uh, Kehlani doesn't mind a little rib for her pleasure either. Uh, I prefer less ribbing. So anywho... Thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Next episode will be 399 point something. And until next time, mahalo.